Hello, good morning and good evening to uh, Peter from Empress. Um, thank you for joining me. Um, yeah, for the people out there who don't know Empress yet, who could this be? <laughs> Just introduce yourself and, and say what you're, what you're doing, um, you know, where you come from, what's, what's your music, what you're all about. Uh, my name is Peter. Uh, I play in Empress. I do vocals and guitar. Um, from Canada, Vancouver, Canada. Um, and we play post-metal that's also doom metal. I'm not sure what the genre is, really. Yeah. We, we kind of jump all <laughs> over the place. Okay, so sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, but I, I want... Uh, in, in preparation of his talk, I, I was listening to, oh man, I forgot the song. It was nine minutes or something, and and yeah, it was Lion's kind of, blood. pardon me, Lion's Blood. Exactly, Lion's Blood, and it was, I mean, I like it, but I, I yeah, I don't know what it is, you know. Um, for some people, it's very important to have little boxes where you can put in things. But yeah, you, you yeah, are you are out out of a lot of boxes, so I don't know what you are. Yeah, uh, we we definitely genre tap um, quite a bit, it, like similar to what Yob does and what Paul Bear does. They they essentially don't do anything traditionally. They kind of just go what off off what they like, really, and then organically create their own sound. Mm -hmm. um, and I think with this latest release that we're promoting um we definitely tapped in to a sound that we can grab onto as far as moving forward and writing the next album goes uh it's definitely put us in a lot more focused ground okay so so this means before you were kind of more all over the place and now you're you're kind of streamlining it a little bit or how do i understand uh, this um, before we definitely, we, we said to ourselves like, Hey, we want to do the elder neurosis thing. Um, and we found that what we were creating is essentially not either of those bands it, you can definitely hear those influences, but it doesn't sound essentially like them, mm -hmm. which, it, which is good for us. Y yeah, of course. I mean, you, you have your <laughs> own, uh, take on, on things, but um, anyway, it, it sounded like you, you were kind of consciously being more streamlined or maybe I misunderstood uh, this. Uh, uh, at the beginning of the project, we, we definitely had more of a focus. Hey, we should be just a doom sludge thing. Um, and then what we ended up creating, we, we noticed it's a lot more progressive post metal uh, <laughs> on that side. Yeah. Uh, but with the mix of the other stuff. I mean, yeah. you, you know, honestly, me personally, I hate to put labels on things because it's just, you know, for me as a, as a DJ, it's quite easy. I, I just listen to music and if I like it, I play it, you know, and yeah. I really don't care what kind of genre it is. And but but of course, for, you know, kind of what we need today, the marketing issue of, uh, you know, you need to put oh, a label absolutely. label on, on your music and then it really sucks. You know, for you, it's it's much harder because, um, yeah, I, I, I really like your approach that you're all over the place. But mm -hmm. 
on the other hand, it's really tough for you to to get to get momentum in whatever genre. Exactly, exactly. So how how are you dealing with it? I I don't. Do you have you have a label, right? Yeah, yeah. We we signed with Petrichor label for this album. Okay. Okay, so and and how how are they? I mean, do they tell you uh, be a little bit more like this, or how do they label you? How is your label labeling you? <laughs> uh, as a doom post metal band, mm-hmm. just those two genres. That's kind of the most condensed um, genre aspects we are, mm-hmm. which which is fair for them to say. Okay. Of course, yeah, that's, that's the point I, I'm making. You know, it's kind of they need to put, I mean, they need to cater to their audience and they need to, to you know, get traction for you. So we need to kind of start somewhere and Absolutely, just, yeah. just putting on its music, uh, uh, it's not enough. Yeah. Um, so uh, where are you coming from? Um, uh, Music-wise, so so I mean, what may, maybe now specific with you because I I have you here. Um, what's your background? Uh, you know, when do you start started with music? Uh, how did it all happen uh, to come to this point? Um. Well, the current members and now past member because of um, Brendan's passing last year. Oh, I didn't uh, know. Sorry. Yeah, our our bass player Brendan, he he passed away, um, in 2019. Uh, it, it was just health complications. Um, okay. We we don't actually know exactly what, other mm-hmm. than, um, yeah. Okay, let's yeah. not get into this. Sorry, I I didn't know. That's why I wouldn't have asked. It, it, it absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it's. It's cool to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, sorry, background. Um, I actually come from, like, hardcore aspect of music. Um, I played in a project for six, seven years. Um, it was hardcore music. Uh, Chris, he played in a Doom band. Just straight up Doom. That's all it was. Um, it was more of the bong ripper stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, they uh, Brendan and Chris played together in that band. Um, Chris eventually left that band. Brendan stayed in it because it was his baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but during that time, me and Chris had gone to an elder show, and what when we went to that show, we didn't say hey we want to be like this band hey we want to do something like this band experience wise because what Mm -hmm. we felt was an experience right um so we looked at each other we said we wanted to start something like this uh and chris thought hey we should get brennan uh who is was our friend for 15 plus years Mm-hmm. We supported each other's projects, went to each other's shows, played played shows together, all that stuff. Um, so we started. Chris actually moved a couple of months into starting the project to Germany for a year. Oh, which cool. Is, we, yeah, yeah. Where, where did he uh, went? Where did he went? Uh, he he lived in Berlin. Uh, he he traveled 
everywhere. Okay, but he, okay. He, yeah, he it, it, does, it doesn't really matter. So, sorry, you know, but I'm, I'm German-based, so would oh, be interesting. That, that, is, hmm. that is cool to us. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so Chris moved there. He actually joined a band called Peace mm-hmm. that is from there, which is essentially a... Whatever you would label high on fire as, they were more that. Okay, uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't know them. Sorry, uh, I'm I'm not uh, the biggest metal connoisseur. To to be honest, you know, metal okay. is more for for my kind of um, taste. For me, it's more on the fringes. I like industrial metal and and the occasional different kind. I mean, you you fit in there because you're you're not traditional metal or, or some you know i mean you're you're something special <laughs> to to Thank put you. it to Thank put you. it easily uh, um so uh yeah i'm you know i'm more gothic dark dark rock dark pop that's that's kind of my stuff and and you awesome. you have um yeah you you your do me aspect i think kind of draw me to your music you know it's not it's not the happy kind of oh you know sunshine and whatever so um Anyway, so that's why uh, I might not get all your references. Um, I have a limited knowledge of all the metal community stuff, to be honest. They're just aggressive, fast doom is what Ah, um, piece is. Um, Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, so Chris joined that band while he was living there for a year. He came back. We finished our first EP while... While he was gone, me and Brendan were writing following material. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he came back, and then we've just been nonstop writing ever since. But because Chris had joined that band piece, we got the opportunity to play in Germany for our first tour. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, so we did a split EP with that band. Mm-hmm. Um, which is on Soul Rect Records. They they are a German label. Uh, just just a DIY or DIY label. Sorry. Um, okay. And yeah, that that was our first tour experience. Was just playing in Germany, which is for for being in Canada. That as your first experience is very special to us. I guess like so. I guess so. Yeah. How, how was it? How was it? I mean, um, uh, you know, the, the typical thing is to ask, how was the beer? How was, were the ladies? Or uh, how was the humor? I mean, how were you treated? And, and where did you play? I mean, do you remember um, yeah. the, the cities? Yeah, yeah. We played Karlsruhe, uh, Kiel, uh, Berlin. We played... Uh, we, we so we started in Berlin and then mm-hmm. we did a a, loop a circle to okay to west, I see yeah. I see okay <laughs> I, I don't remember every city but we stopped in a Czech Republic for one show as well cool cool Czech Republic yeah. I really like the Czech Republic uh, to be honest and yeah. I mean it's a great beer you know I'm not a big beer drinker myself you know even if I'm you, a German neither am I actually <laughs> uh, okay good that, that's that's good that's usually you know I, I lived for a while in Montreal for example and if people yeah. ask me why I was in Montreal I told them you know I got kicked out of Germany because I don't like beer and I don't like f- uh, soccer you know uh, foosball <laughs> uh, so yeah. and yeah anyway 
but but the the Czech beer is really good. It's it's even you know yeah. even if people will hate me now here in Germany, I think it's better than the than the German beer because I think they are they're even their tradition is even older than the German one. But anyway, this is just uh, so so you played uh, bigger clubs or, or smaller clubs? What how big were the men venues you played? Uh, it was it was just small clubs. We played shows from either like five to ten people to a hundred people. Each show is definitely different. Okay. I think no. one show was just a bummer. But <laughs> Okay. But uh, we, we got a place to stay and food to eat and gas in our tank. So okay. like, that's we what, can't what, even argue. What exactly. What else what else can you want for your for your first uh, first tour? And yeah. and is there any any uh, remarkable things you you uh, you remember or you know some some funny shenanigans what happens uh, as you were on tour you want to share, I mean only um, if you want to share. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't do anything ridiculous. None of mm -hmm. us. We okay. we just wanted to get to know each other and like have some beer and mm -hmm. not get too crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, but. The coolest thing that I think happened, it was in Kiel, and a guy came with printed photos of us, and okay. he wanted them signed. Okay. And it was just like a 70-year-old man. We had <laughs> no idea anyone even knew who we are, we were, uh, and he researched us and absolutely loved us and wanted to show some gratitude. So that was very, very cool. Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't get much time to actually explore except in Berlin we we had like six hours oh, wow. to, to go sightsees that's yeah, nothing yeah. for Berlin hmm. I, I know so mm -hmm. we we went around almost the entire city on foot and through transit <laughs> I, I highly doubt that you that you went around the, the whole city in six hours because the city is really big. But I, I, I know what you mean, you know. I mean you, you yeah. got the, the main parts basically um you, you could walk walk around. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh Vancouver is also a quite quite a big city, right? So it's like what, two millions or something? I d I don't uh, know. Something around there. Mm -hmm. I okay. barely mm -hmm. know to myself. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, it, it's the same where it has a lot of districts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I know Berlin is kind of. I mean, you know, Berlin is such a big city, and and I guess you know the the German history also. It was uh, separated, so you have kind of two different kind of Berlins who who uh, you know were um, in different um, countries for a while. So yeah. um, there, there's a lot of diversity. I I really love Berlin. It's 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 a the German melting pot. You can say you find a lot of alternative things and it's it's crazy it's uh it, it, it's uh, very multicultural yeah i, I really yeah. i remember i was there once with with one uh, american and we, we didn't have any clue and we just walked around and there was a party there and there was da 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 and there, it, it was it was great and we were just in it and we didn't really know what we did but it was fun anyway yeah, yeah you know i don't want to I, I, I really loved uh, Montreal. Uh, I have not seen much from, from Canada, to be honest, because I, I worked for two years there. But mm -hmm. anyway, uh, you, you are, uh, I just want to say, you have a great places there uh, as well. I was Thank only you. in, in Toronto and um, in Montreal, really, and, and a few yeah. little countryside things. But anyway, 
Okay, so your first tour in, in Germany and um, and where you hadn't had a label. You you just was kind of uh, doing it on your own, right? Yes. Um, and we we put out the split EP on Soul Rack Records. Other than that, we didn't have any label backing. Um, but oddly enough, like the, the tour was more or less a success and we didn't actually owe anything we just paid for our plane tickets that's it oh that's 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 perfect because yeah i mean you know starting out and so so see that's that's a good question um i guess you're not in the position yet to um to really live from from the music right yeah um so uh if you don't mind me asking what what's your day jobs or how do you support yourself um chris is a carpenter Mm -hmm. To put it generally, um, and I am a factory label or factory worker. Sorry, mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't want to say the company name. So. No, that's fine. Exactly. Just yeah. don't tell me anything I shouldn't know, <laughs> <laughs> because the whole world might know later. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So okay. You, so you have normal day jobs basically, and um, do it for fun. Yeah. Um, me and me and Chris definitely have our day jobs to cater to the thing we love, which is music. Um, mm -hmm. And same with myself. I don't really do anything professionally that I love. I just do it to cater the thing that I do love. And mm, got it. the thing that I spend the most time on, either by myself or with other people writing for different projects, stuff like that, it is definitely music. Okay, so so you have more projects uh, where you work on. It's it's yeah. uh, Empress is just one one of. Uh, it's your main project or. Uh, uh, me personally, my Empress is my main project. I'm also in a band called Seer, mm -hmm. um, who's had a few releases on a German label, Art Art of Propaganda. Okay, uh, haven't, haven't heard of it. That's all good. Um, <laughs> and we are currently signed to Artifact. Mm -hmm. uh, they are a Toronto-based label, but they live in the UK. Okay. That's yep. odd. <laughs> okay. that, that is odd. I don't know why they do it like that, but it's cool. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. You know, I mean, yeah, that, whatever, whatever works for them, you know, exactly. So, yeah. um Yeah, how how is the situation currently in Vancouver? I mean, you know, we're still in the Corona crisis. Um, yeah. I guess there is not a lot of live shows uh, right now. Uh, yeah. So, what are you doing? I I, I know you um, um, your new EP or album is coming out soon, right? On uh, yes. October 9th, right? Yes. Um, so, uh, but I guess this was already done before the crisis or um so, so what are you doing right now uh, music wise i mean there's no live shows um uh yeah. how do you pass the time basically um other than the shows not being available to us uh it's actually just business as usual for us mm -hmm. um we just constantly write uh, okay both empress and My other band, Seer. Uh, it, it is just something we all collectively like to do. So if we can't do one thing, 
that's totally okay. We can work on another. Okay, um, I see. Yeah. So, and so you're you're basically all, always writing music, and um, is it more like that you um, put a lot of uh, songs, um, I mean, or ideas you put out there and try them out, and then you know um, toss them away if they don't really work uh, like you want, or what's your writing process like? Maybe let's get into this a little bit. Yeah, um, for Empress, the writing process was definitely have a structural idea in mind mm -hmm. a type a type of progression throughout the whole song what we want um and we just try whatever works that's how we started and then as we've been writing more and more it's more of a constructual conceptual real idea that makes sense <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. um, for, for a whole album I see. So, yeah. so do we, do we have an overarching theme, or uh, how do you pick your, um, how do you how do you decide what comes what, what belongs on an album? Um, there, there was definitely an overarching theme with Premonition. Mm -hmm. uh, we definitely wanted to tap into a few different um, styles, but we wanted to have the the dynamic peaks and valleys that we wanted to have mm -hmm. uh, to, to get the feeling throughout the entire album that we got, which was more of a, an emotional experience. I see. I see. Yeah, this is, um, you know, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a radio DJ as well. And um, it's I, I usually uh, stay away from such long, long songs because uh, it's it's you know for me it's like I press play and then for 10 minutes you know I can go to the bathroom Relax. or something yeah, exactly. where, where there's not much for me to do um, so uh, but on the other hand I just had a song uh, on um, it was only one minute and 32 seconds and this was also kind of okay this is very short I really like it but it's kind of when it start I mean when it starts it's finished already so um, I'm always amazed you know with, with this um, rock doom and and that such such long songs uh, we, we still work you know I mean we don't get boring and 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 you have a lot of progressions in it um, so it's it's like a soundscape. It's it's more like um, like a painting, and and you you slowly yeah, get along with it, and and you know new things uh, uh, open up. And um, so I I really like this music, but it's it's tough in the in the context where I usually live in. You know, in in my yeah. context is. Um, like a song is three to four minutes, uh, something like this, you know. And yeah. and for me, as I plan ahead, my my radio shows, it's kind of, I know like twelve songs I can put in one hour with a little bit of talking and stuff. And and you kind of, <laughs> you derail <laughs> you derail my whole process <laughs> because yeah, yeah well, hmm, <laughs> three of your songs and I'm done, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I I think it's fascinating. Is um, how how do you decide um, how long such a song is? Or uh, because for me it's um, as uh, hard to hard to say. Because um, 
it changes from one thing to another, you know, and another band would have maybe, okay, the first part is one song, the second part is one song, and you group it together. How do you decide this um, uh, on the structure of a, of a song? You know what I'm talking about? Because you, yeah, you kind yeah. of string ideas together, and that's fine, you know, it, it works, you know, it's just... Um, you know, other people would have chopped it off to three songs where you do one. Let's let's put it this way. Yeah. Um, actually, we we have quite a lot of short songs. Um, okay. Intentionally, because we want both, because mm -hmm. that's what we all listen to personally. Uh, we definitely, when we started this project, we we paid attention to that. Like, we don't want to be only incredibly long songs. Um, that is not for anyone else, but for ourselves and our personal taste, because it's not like we only listen to 10-minute songs. and mm -hmm. we, we only listen to Tool albums, and we dedicate two hours of our day every... every you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, you're not a one... Uh uh, one trick one, pony or one kind of one kind uh, one sided uh, thing. Yeah, I guess you listen to other music as well, you know, not just yes. rock and metal and whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's why we don't have too many long songs and we don't have too many short songs. We definitely wanted uh, the best of both worlds for ourselves. Okay, okay. So it's kind of, it, it just happens. It's not a, like a conscious effort that you, oh, this song should be long and this song should be short. It's kind of what happens in the rehearsal space or while you're writing it. Yeah, yeah, both. Um, we definitely know when something's finished and we definitely take into account something that we want to create. So when we want a short song, There's an intention for writing a short, short song. We either want fast and it being a banger or um, just a type of song, like a, a standard progression of a pop song, which is fine. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. we, we just put doom riffs in a pop song. It's fine. <laughs> okay, no, that's, that's cool. But uh, you just said, you definitely know when, when a song is finished because a lot of artists I'm talking to, it's kind of, you know, it's always kind of just a snapshot because uh, it's always work in progress. You can always add more things and make it a little, or maybe put an intro or an outro or whatever, you know. I mean, um, you, you sound very confident and I like it, you know, uh, but it's, it's rare that somebody knows, okay, this is now finished because... Um, Most people I know is kind of they make some music and then let it lay for one or two weeks and then we listen to it and and see okay um, does it still work and uh, is it is it then finished uh, you seem a little bit more like you know in tune with your working process um, if you can say confidently oh now it's finished it's done well. Um Again, it's the type of song that we are either referencing or want to be creating. Mm -hmm. uh, if we got everything that we wanted to for painting that picture, then mm -hmm. yeah, like it's absolutely done. We don't need to butcher it or make it too long or make it too short. It depends on the type of song we want to create. I see. I see. Okay, that's that's uh, cool. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you, you seem you seem to do well. Um, so. Uh, How about, um, you know, as you are uh, like a 
DIY, is it right? Do it yourself. Yeah, uh, DIY D band. DIY. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So who who is um, uh, who is mixing your songs and and how do you go about mastering and and uh, you have somebody to do it? Um, for our first two EPs, we made them tonally uh, different things. Uh, the first EP was intentionally supposed to be sludge and doom sounding, so that's how we wanted it to sound. Um, so we got someone that we wanted to record with and mix it for that type of genre. Mm -hmm. The second EP, the reason why we wanted it to be more metal was because we wanted to test our ground on that. Um, it's completely different progressions we would have normally done uh, intentionally because we wanted to test our capability mm -hmm. while, while we were writing for the full-length album. So the first two EPs was recorded at Bully Studios in New Westminster, British Columbia. And the full-length album was... Um, recorded and mixed at Rain City Recorders in Vancouver mm -hmm. um, by, by different people, but intentionally because we wanted different sounds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. How, how did you find these people? I mean, where were the connection coming from? Um, we, we've known these guys forever. Uh, Mike, who was running Bullies at that time, he changed to little red studios in new west now mm -hmm. um he is someone that has recorded a bunch of projects that we know of mm -hmm. um and same with jesse gander who is at rain city uh he, he's recorded tons of bands that we're friends with or just albums that we respect Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you, you picked them like like this. Okay. You you got uh, in touch with them, and you know these were the guys you wanted to work for. Yes. Uh, with with not work for. Well, I mean maybe work for, but yeah, work with. A, a little bit of. Both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Uh, okay. So so we had some some say. You recorded it there, and then we kind of uh, also added like okay, play it a little bit like this and that. Uh, you know the typical yeah. studio stuff. I see. Okay. Yeah. So where how is the the metal community or um, you know you come from hardcore crowns in in Vancouver is there a big scene or you know I, I haven't been in Vancouver to be honest. Um, it, it's it's not okay. So Vancouver isn't like Toronto, where mm. Toronto it mm -hmm. has um, a a much larger music community. But because of government backing, mm -hmm. like government funding, sorry, they get far more than British Columbia does. But just because the population there is bigger. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so with that, it's just smaller community than Toronto, but just as passionate about whatever genre is um, available to them. Uh, You'll have people that are just as excited to see a Taylor Swift concert as they are a Judas Priest concert. Like, you know what I mean? Um, okay. So it's it's very genre fluid uh, and 
there's a, there's a lot of niche um, groups in mm -hmm. Vancouver where you would not find in Toronto. Like we have scooter clubs and like small motor clubs and stuff like that. But okay. but tons of them. Okay. What's yeah, what's like, a motor club? Um. I mean, like like it, little little uh, uh, um, roller, or uh, you know, like uh, for the streets, the the, uh, the mopeds or, or something. They'll find a a very large parking lot and fill it full of car enthusiasts at night. Okay. okay. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's there's tons of little clubs like that in Vancouver where it's almost like everyone is dipping into different kinds of interests rather mm -hmm. than Vancouver just being about one specific thing that it's I known see, for. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I got it. So maybe maybe this also is, is your influence of being, you know, not really one thing, but a lot of things. So kind of uh, an what's algamation or, uh, you know, a mix yeah. of all this, what, what kind of, I mean, you're an artist, so kind of everything what... Um, What We're a is bunch around of you. bastards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. So, I, you know, um, sounds, I mean, really sounds nice. Uh, um, okay, I would should I should check out Vancouver once I'm in Canada again. Um, so what, uh, as you are also a DYI band, uh, how are you going about uh, with promotion? I mean, now that, um, you know, you cannot play live shows, That would be the easiest, you know, to 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 get some traction. Um, how how do you do this now in this kind of strange times we are living in? Uh, the exact same way. So if we're we're hiring a publicist mm -hmm. or um, a marketing person, uh, it it all depends on what we have content wise. Mm. Uh, to give out so if we're not playing shows then we should be making more video content mm -hmm. like but but with that uh, we wouldn't want to make anything that we wouldn't feel comfortable with or something we do wouldn't care about ourselves mm -hmm. like of we haven't not. done yeah like we haven't done a live stream show but mm -hmm. That, that is because none of us watch live stream shows. Mm. Even though they're, they're definitely, people have been creative with them, but they're definitely funded well. Mm -hmm. So we can't, we can't really give that kind of attention to a live stream video where it would cost us tons of money that we would never see again. But but why would but, why, why would it cost you tons of money um, if you just you know I mean you're in your rehearsal space right now wh so you have set up a laptop or a camera I'm I'm guessing uh, you know you're yeah. talking to so um, why not just put in another camera and then start um, uh, in your rehearsal space and do a live show a stream uh, again hmm. a, a stream we we could very well do that it's mm -hmm. just do we watch them currently do we like them currently if okay. it's a no then it's it's I we see, should I try see. something else so, yeah. so it's kind of like because you wouldn't watch it so you wouldn't do it kind of yeah we wouldn't want to do something that we wouldn't back ourselves and mm -hmm. wouldn't no okay this, this i get yeah this i get yeah okay yeah uh we might in the future we have no idea it depends mm -hmm. 
Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll turn around in a few months and want to do it. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it's just current. It's just currently not on our mind. So mm. uh, even when the pandemic hit, my first reaction was to just start writing a full length, like right away. Mm-hmm. Mm. So okay. yeah. we're, we're deep into writing currently. I see. I see. Okay. I mean, yeah, maybe also uh, what, what happened here um, in, in my hometown is uh, that some of the clubs, I mean, you know, we have the same issue like like you guys. I mean, it's worldwide. Um, yeah. So uh, they started to have uh, concerts, basically, where, where just the band is on stage and they stream the concert live. And so just to yeah. kind of say, uh, we are still here, we are still still around. And of course, it's not the same because the, the, the concert is played without, uh, without a real live audience. But at least yeah. you're, you're on a real stage and, and you know, with real uh, effects and whatever. And, and people, people can tune in. And I... But yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I did it only once or twice, but this was because I was just online as as it happened. You know, I, I'm kind of linked to them. They, they put it on YouTube, on uh, you know, a live stream on YouTube, and they, oh, and when I, I listened uh, for for a while, but yeah, I'm yeah. not like I, I guess this is this is what also um, you're feeling like. Um, I'm not gonna sit down at a certain time and. Uh, wait for a live stream to start to sit in yeah. my in my office here and 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 listen to a band playing live over a stream it's it's just yeah. not the same uh, and it, here it, i'm completely with you mm-hmm. um so so with I, ideas like that i can't at all knock any band for even wanting to do that we mm-hmm. we do something similar in vancouver where plenty of bands have done that and that's cool It's just not something that we would want to do. Um, if we did a, a video live stream thing, I don't think we could do it as a live stream. It should be an artistic experience mm-hmm. that someone can watch it whenever they want. Mm-hmm. So I might as well just make a, a live show concert that we can just put out on YouTube and just leave it there. You know what I mean? Yep, I know, uh, I know, I know what you mean. Mm. Yeah, and and so and, uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. We're not a giant band, so it's like, why would we charge people to watch a video on YouTube or whatever streaming service they're using to watch a live stream? Um, I don't think I would want to charge anyone. I think the right idea would have to be behind it, uh, as far as what the production of it should be. Um, maybe I'll eventually get there. The idea is kind of brewing. I don't exactly know what it should be yet, but maybe in the future we'll try something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm also, the, the streams I watched so far, we were all um, free, so uh, I didn't have to pay for anything. But but I get your I get your point. It's, it's more like, um, it's also a little bit like, um, taking the the audience seriously you know you just not yes. just throwing out stuff and here you yeah. know here we take it or leave it or whatever you know not much uh, done and it has some appeal you know for some people who are really interested it's uh, interesting to see you working in your rehearsal space and you know tuning your amp and doing this and that and stuff so um you know 
some people don't know anything about that, and for them it's yeah. interesting. But but yeah, on the other hand, it's kind of as an as an artist, you want to kind um, you want to take your audience seriously, and you want to present them with a with, nice with something that with, yeah. If someone was presenting something to me, and we're paying for it, it should be not just something that we would normally see at like just a live show. That's mm -hmm. just how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Every, everyone feels differently. Um, but if it was just like a regular live show with nothing special to add to it, I don't think I could do it. Mm. Nope. It's, ju it's just... I yeah. got it. No, I, I'm, with, I'm with you. This is kind of... Um, I, I, uh, I had this conversation with, with someone else and, and also just, you know going um on stage and and um you know if you're if you're in the audience and you have your t-shirt on and whatever and then and then you go on stage and then you dress up a little bit or you know you you put a special shirt on or, or you know just to show um this is the transformation from from the person um you know the, the 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 normal person to the one on stage you know now now you're becoming uh, someone else you know you're um <laughs> Okay, don't you're, get it you're wrong. You're trying to create an experience. Exactly, exactly. You you take the audience seriously, and and you're becoming the rock star. You know, this is uh, you know what the, the people paid for, and we wanna we wanna see something. We wanna see a performance, and so um, and and putting on some clothes also helps you with your performance. You know, even if it's just a different shirt or whatever, you take off your shirt, whatever. You know, whatever, yeah, whatever. floats, whatever floats your boat, and yeah. so. Um, Anyway, is there any? Uh, did, did you do? Do you planning uh, on some videos? Uh, I mean, some real videos uh, for your uh, songs. We we because of the passing of Brandon, we didn't really have much of an option mm -hmm. for trying to collect ourselves for doing something like that. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, um, maybe in the future with the following releases we will try something like that yep mm -hmm. uh but it's not going to be what we think it is it's going to be something much different oh, okay <laughs> this is very uh it's not going to be what we think it is it's going to be different <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah like so so because of the passing of our our band member mm -hmm. um maybe a better idea would be hey we should play a performance with a bunch of his friends that already like our music mm -hmm. or a bunch of friends that we've already made um, along the way to perform those things. Some, something like that, you know what I mean? Um, okay. Yeah. No, I, I was I was more f uh, thinking of, um, let's say, a traditional music video, you know, like with a, with a story content and stuff, and, and you might not even be involved as a band or just as a... Um, as a as a uh, actor or something in it you know yeah. so, something like this i was uh, i was envisioning you know that, that you can oh, um yeah. as a promotional tool not not just uh playing you know making a performance uh so sorry yeah. uh, um this is what i meant uh yeah my mistake um yeah i think we'll try something in the future we we already tried something a few months ago with creating a video and it kind of just fell apart on itself. Mm -hmm. um,
So in the future, we'll definitely try something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, this is this is something I like too. Um, especially with, I think it will be a little bit harder with your songs as they are kind of so emotional and already so um, artist. Or, you know, they're, they're kind of like paintings in in music already. So uh, it will be tough to to put on another coat of, uh, um, you know, paint, uh, you know, another lick mm -hmm. of paint over it. Because um, what I really like with your s soundscapes and dreamy stuff is kind of, it, it happens all in your mind. So uh, in a way, it's, it's, um, it lessens, it could, let's put it this way, it could lessen the quality of it. Because when you, you show them, you know, it's like reading a book, you have it all in your mind and, and things happen, you know, and, and you, you yeah. are the, um, if you read the, the same book as me, you have different thoughts on it or, or different, you know, your yeah. um, people a look different, different and yeah. exactly, you have different visions. And, and so this is the same with your music. I listen to it and I have, oh man, this is kind of this dark, uh, I don't know, forest, nightscape and whatever. And somebody else listens, uh, you know, it's an open field and it's uh, just some mist coming up and, you know, you know all this image. And then if you condense it and put it in a video and you kind of could, everyone, I don't, you could take away the charm. Everyone has a different idea of mm -hmm. what the imagery should be. Mm. I, I agree with you. Yeah. 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 So I, I can really see, uh, yeah, this, this could be even a bummer to, to make, to make a video, you know, to, to kind of condense it to something. And then it is this, um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> maybe it's even not a good <laughs> idea. Maybe it's not even a good idea to, to make a video. So yeah. uh, on the other hand, you know, um, what I, try to talk with you about the promotional stuff uh, then you would need kind of um, some people are more on on YouTube some people are more there and, and you know so in in a way you should kind of make yourself available and accessible so maybe you take one of the shorter songs or so where where you could condense the story more um, yeah so we, we definitely did that on our first EP mm -hmm. um, we had two music videos that we put out um was one was a official music video with performance and story um we de we definitely wanted a few mu music videos but the overall result is not exactly what i think it should have been mm -hmm. so we had stopped so if if that initial idea is there to have a overarching story in a musical performance um then that would be cool and we would definitely consider doing that but it should be there first mm -hmm. so okay. and, and this time around it's not so if something comes up in the future we might have a new music video we don't know i see i see so what was your, the, uh, the disappointment of your you 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 thought you get more uh, clicks or of views or whatever Uh, for oh, the music no. videos, or was a, a backlash of some kind? Oh, no, no, nothing, nothing like that. It was just the end result wasn't uh, okay. exactly what I thought it should have been. Yeah. I, I see, I see. Okay, no, when when I completely <laughs> I understand you, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I do music myself, and 
my first video where I paid a lot of money and I didn't really like it in the end. So um, I was very disappointed. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it, okay. You, at least you got it out of the way and then you can come up with other ideas after. Yeah, that. yeah. Anyway, um, for, for now, um, my, my, my advice to you is uh, if you want to take it, be involved as much as you can, um, because uh, you know th this is what I, what I just said. With you read a book and you you have different visions, and and I read a book mm -hmm. and and see something different, and so the 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 movie maker or the the video. Um, creator has a different vision and sometimes it's really cool and 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 they are really in uh in sync with you and and, and have the same vision but sometimes they wear off a little bit and if you get yeah. in too late where when you're kind of like oh oh well this is not yeah. how i see it and yeah. <laughs> how i want to I, be I, seen yeah i think if we just wanted to make a view video just to make a video without any mm. real idea behind it i think mm. it would just end up sucking and yeah don't why don't would, why would exactly why don't would do that do don't that? don't do that yeah, yeah no this <laughs> is i mean the, i mean this is also the, the good part uh, on on the position you are now um you know you don't have to live from from the music mm -hmm. even if i guess uh, you wouldn't mind uh, to be able to so, but on on the other hand, it, it makes it it kind of takes away the the pressure of you know putting out stuff, pumping uh, out things to just be relevant and and just to okay here here am I and look at me look at me look at me. So um, you have more more time, or you can take more care of uh, of a brand you want to develop. And as you said, yeah. um, your first album was more doom sludge, and now you are kind of more in a way playful at least this is how i see it um mm -hmm. you're kind of not you, you know you, you're finding still kind of your voice and um i mean your, your sound maybe um and now with with your your passing band member i guess you, you're gonna recruit a new bass player or you're looking for one i guess uh in eventual time we we will get a new bass player uh Definitely has to be the right person, um, and I guess the, uh, the the appropriate amount of healing should be there for both me and Chris about mm -hmm. that kind of scenario. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I completely get that because, you know, um, even especially you are a very small band for for such an epic sound you're making, uh, just three band members. Uh, you know, that's also um, quite an accomplishment. You know, you're three members. And uh, the sound is like, you know, very, it's very big. Full. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very uh, grandiose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really, it is. So uh, you know, usually if I think of a three-piece band, when it's like a punk band, and you know, da -da 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 -da, it's straight yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And, and you're you're coming from hardcore, so you know what is kind of a three-piece band and bah, and going on and and fast and 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 stuff. And it's fine, you know. I I don't I don't mind that, but it's. Um, you are i was a little bit surprised to see that it's just three three guys so and and of course i i know that the um, how you say the the fabric of a band is um with a new member it will be really it will become something new even if you if you select it um very carefully i guess like what you're doing you're still in the healing phase 
um, mm -hmm. but uh, it will become something different. I mean, and this is how it should be because a band lives from the the people, um, different visions, different things uh, you like, and then you yeah. throw it together, and that's that's the the, the nice thing of of it. But yeah, it, it won't won't be easy, I guess. Um. If it's the right idea, I think it'll be definitely the, the next progression. Um, luckily for Empress, every one of our releases actually does sound quite a bit different. Mm -hmm. um, sonically, at least. Um, and even song structurally, it's all different. So the next thing that is going to be different, it's not like we're going to try to backtrack and try to relive glory days or something like that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know. Uh, it'll definitely be that next progression that we should take. Mm -hmm. and, and in a way, I mean, even if it's a sad thing, um, right now it's it's a good time for you because there, there wouldn't be any live stuff anyway. So you, you have time to heal and you have time to, you know, to kind of sit down and just look what what you want uh, with your music and also yeah, when exactly. you when you know who would fit because um like you said in, in before uh, you're kind of really worst into or in, in your little universe in in Vancouver and there's so many different things so you you i guess you will find in due time you, you know but the best thing is <laughs> i just talked with with a friend about it um You know, if you're single and you're looking for uh, a girl, you know, um, you know, a girlfriend and stuff, and and you're single and you you have these hungry eyes and you go out and hello, um, are you are you free and then you you want to be with me and stuff, um, nothing really happens usually. But if you're if you're not looking and if you're just uh, um, happy and content like like you seem at the moment then things happen, you know, naturally, because when, oh, you know, this guy and that guy, um, you know, my, my point is sometimes it's better not to um, to force something and, and to, okay, we need to find someone now and blah, 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 and, and we go on and, and then things yeah, fall yeah, into create, place. Yeah, Just create like an iron fist kind of situation where you're just kicking a dead horse. Yeah, like we don't, mm -hmm. we don't, we never did that from the start. Mm -hmm. um, and I think what is special about this band to to us is every, everything that we've been given opportunity-wise, none of us have had that before. Mm -hmm. Like with touring Germany and different labels trying to approach us, stuff like that. Like we've never had that <laughs> at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. um, so, so it's definitely very cool to watch organically how it is growing without us trying to force it to yep yep and i think that's the best approach and and you seem to be very calm and level-headed you know just see wh where it goes and and wh what will happen and and be content with what you have so uh yeah. that's that's a that's a good thing because some you know some let's put it <laughs> some younger people uh we really you know they put out an ep and then oh Why am I not famous? It's it's out for for two days now, and you oh, know people gosh. should. Uh, you, you, I, I guess you. It seems like I you know what I, I'm talking I about. Don't, I don't 
want to knock on any genre or point any band out, but I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's just oh, man. that's dude, that's not cool. Your mom thinks you suck. Like, don't do that. That's not. That's not. Know what I mean? Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I, I really like like your attitude. It's kind of you know. Uh, let's. This is what we do. This is what we love, and that's the best way anyway. Because um, for you, you know, whatever happens is cool. You, you know, like you said, you already had a tour in in Germany, and and now you're doing this and doing that, writing new material. And if something happens, cool. If not, you know, we did what we love. That's that's the most yeah, important yeah. thing. And and so you you always win, basically. You know, yeah. um, of course, uh, you you put in some money and some time, but putting in money and time in something you love is not wasted. You know, so. So, so with the, the money and time thing, I, I just want to stress to any uh, musician that is going to listen to this, like, there, there are plenty of options where you don't have to fork every penny that you have out of your pocket. There's opportunities for government funding because lots of countries have government mm -hmm. funding for music programs. Take advantage of that because when, when you find that your project can fund itself based on your worth ethic i think that is the easiest way to grow and not stress yourself out and just crumble from within because you're bitter toward every band member that didn't fork over 500 bucks because that's just the way you're living i i that's just not a healthy way for a band mm -hmm. to last or even want to be in the same room. Um, it, like me and Chris, and uh, as well as Brandon, we we definitely took a lot of that into consideration. So we're we're not very like strict about we have to jam three days a week for X amount of hours, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And it just becomes a miserable experience when we need time off and to back off to be able to write together, then we just take it. That's that's a okay and healthy thing for us to be doing. And that's just what worked for us. Mm -hmm. um, so if anyone does listen to this, there are better ways to grow what it is you want to be growing um, with, without being unhealthy toward other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, think, I yeah, go ahead. I, I think the the younger generation of musicians that are coming up definitely have been tapping into that, at least in our city, as far as we've seen. Mm -hmm. Um and we've seen healthy outcomes to it. Like just better experience for the members. They're all happier. Uh bigger, better things happen for them because of a healthier worth ethic toward each other and their project. Mm. No, yeah. I'm, I'm completely with you. It's kind of what sometimes people lack um, in these days. I think it's it's patience, you know, to just be, um, you know, happy to do what you what you love to do and yeah. um, just be like, Okay, if things happen, fine. Uh, or, 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 uh, 
calmness also, you know, to not um, overstress or, or be um, burdened or, or kind of setting success or, or goals that are wrong, you know, because success is, S yeah. Yeah. Um, setting unrealistic goals for a project and its members is not a realistic experience. Um, and there's plenty of other things that you can do for the project that you love, which doesn't involve like very strict schedule of writing and rehearsing. And it has to be this, it has to be that every single month, every single year for years until it crumbles on itself. Mm -hmm. Like there's plenty of other ways to progress yourself other than having a strict schedule of just one thing, this one thing that and stressing your members out essentially yep no i'm i'm completely i'm completely with <laughs> with you um it's it's so i think it's a little bit the the instant gratification uh era we are living in you know you you put something out and um and and you think like you, you become a rock star overnight and something uh, nobody want to work for things anymore and just um doing it because they enjoy it they we i don't know uh, it's uh, maybe maybe the media yeah. puts on some some different views on it i i i i wouldn't want to blame any specific person but young impressionable musicians can get lots of wrong ideas and can make lots of different kinds of mistakes before they're going to make a right decision mm -hmm. and at least in my case in my early musicianhood um <laughs> i i made plenty of mistakes willingly to be able to take healthy steps mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah but yeah. but uh, you seem to have learned from it that's also that's also a thing you know and that's absolutely normal that that if you're young and you don't know much and, and even if you're older you know it doesn't mean we don't do mistakes now you know it's it's just um you you get a little bit um more knowledgeable you know you you see a little bit more ahead and uh, is it a good idea or not and, and you know how do you feel with it and and um this doesn't mean we, we we you're not pulling the trigger on something you put shouldn't be pulling on you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah you're a little bit more cautious maybe you know um you just have seen a little bit more that's that's basically it you know it's not that we are so much more cleverer than the when the young kids we might be clever in a lot of different ways but um but we are a little bit you know i, I think this is the, the tune i get from you it's um we are a little bit more calm and because of this calmness we can sit back a little bit and look at it do i really want to do it objectively yeah yeah and, and this is not like uh you know the the, the yeah let, let's not bash I, on them I, too I, much i i definitely know what you're tapping into um definitely for at least any young musician that's going to listen to any advice of any old fart which i never <laughs> listen to at all um, <laughs> it's if you don't feel that what you are doing um, that you are connected to at all and you're just kind of a robot hired gun into it, uh, odds are it's going to make you miserable and other people around you miserable. So mm -hmm. 
don't fucking do that maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah no is it, this is like um i was just thinking uh there's so many uh um online tutorials on how to do it how to get more fans how to do this and that and that, that. you know and and And, and a lot of young people do that and follow all the steps and then think they become famous but but we, we forget just work That's on your music reality. just just yeah. yeah just work on the things you love and and um, if you have two fans it's it's more worth than when 10,000 clicks of something because you you click baited them in, into thinking this will be something great because you read it somewhere that you have to do it this way and You know, be be yourself, be authentic. That's also the thing. You know, just do what you like, and if you like it, the cool thing of the internet is mostly you will find other people all over the world who might like it too. You know, and yeah. if you if you be honest with yourself, and it will take much much longer, but it will grow organically. You know, and and that's yeah. the, the better way anyway. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, For example, if my band that barely anyone knows can go across the globe on like a 12 hour flight somewhere and someone just shows up to have like pictures of you <laughs> sign for them because they're absolutely stoked to see you. You didn't think anyone discovered you purposely. Uh, that is more a payment than a lot of the other things that I've done. Mm -hmm. as a musician yeah yep i know exactly and, and that, mm. yeah that was just like a show of like 20 people and one of them happened to be like the most stoked dude that i've ever seen and it was it was just a super happy experience mm -hmm. um it, and it and it's just a little thing that that um is almost payment for yourself it's gratifying mm -hmm. seeing someone that excited over what you're doing Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You get this this confirmation just by this person, and anyway, this and the is, little this thing is, that they do. Yeah, exactly. And this is why why you do it, you know, to kind of connect with people, to to really touch touch them, and not just here. This is a new product. I mean, I mean, on the other way, of course, music is also a product, uh, but it's it's kind of. It's a special product. It's not just something you throw out uh, to. Okay, you know, here you you get it, take it or leave it. It's it's something you you put in uh, time and effort and and thought into it. You know, like you said with the videos, you you will not just do a video to have a video and to to be found out and and, and you know that that people can click uh, something. It it needs to really fit to you. And and this is. Um, I like your calmness on the on the whole uh, thing. You know, it's this is this is the best approach you can have because you are grateful for the things that happen. And if it don't, if you know, if there can always be more, but it could be much less. Like you said, you already have the cool stuff, and um, you take your, you know, you you take yourself seriously enough to, um, you know, to to see if it's really what you want and not what that you think uh, the, the, the people or the media needs and, and stuff, you know, to, to feed the machine, basically. Yeah. 
Okay, I, I have one, one little problem. I I, uh, uh, <coughs> I drank too much tea, and <laughs> sorry. I, I oh yeah, go to the washroom. Uh, 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 anyway, if if you have a minute, if just tell tell a story, and I will be back in in in, uh, in a minute. <laughs> um, just uh, say say you know talk talk about your life, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. be back in one minute. Seems like you didn't tell your life stories. <laughs> I, I, did I thought think of something that I didn't want to show anyone that is going to watch, and I wanted to wait till you're back. <laughs> okay, so. we, but 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 the problem the problem is you know it, it's uh, for a podcast there is now now a hole. You know you you should have just. <laughs> I, I'm completely with you. You should think about what you're saying, but <laughs> I hoped you would say something while you're uh, thinking about it. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, no um, problem, no problem. So anyone that is watching that is an absolute gear nerd, mm -hmm. um, I play Dunable guitars. The reason being, this, this is the Dunable that I play. It's an R2, which mm -hmm. is a RD mock, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why I play them is it is the only guitar that I've played within like over the last 10 years that I felt attached to like it just feels like it should be in my hands um, those guitars are made for people in this genre in the small clubs where it's sweaty and gross and <laughs> these guitars absorb every ounce of beer that is thrown at them it is fine um, They are super well made, and the guy that made, makes them, Sasha Dunable, um, he is a very out, upstanding person to me, at least. Um, so you know him person? Years, you know him personally? Um, only only a little bit. I I've met with him a few times. Uh, my past projects have played shows with his. Um, uh, so I so I did meet him personally. The first 
time I played one was at Psycho California um, before it was Psycho Las Vegas, which is a very big festival in Western America. Mm-hmm. Um, I played it. It was absolute butter. Uh, and I sold a lot of my gear and saved a lot of money and was basically eating only noodles for a a couple of months to be able to afford it. But uh, I I, I had bought that guitar. um, And then a few months later, maybe six, three to six, somewhere Mm -hmm. around there, um, someone broke into my vehicle and actually stole it. No. Yeah, for real. Um, and it was gone for three months. Eventually, it came up, and I had gotten it back from the person that did steal it. Luckily, they just put it on Craigslist, and I was the first person to respond to them, and I met them, and had a very not awesome conversation about (laughs) getting my guitar back. But I got it back, and without any violence or anything like that. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, but during that time, Sasha had sent me a guitar to use temporarily, and uh, he made me another guitar uh, while the temporary one was being uh, given to me to kind of replace this one. Mm-hmm. But I eventually got it back. But uh, he went out of his way to send me a guitar just because I had mine stolen from me. Like, he mm-hmm. actually felt well, bad for that's... his customer and someone mm-hmm. that, like, absolutely loves his guitars. So he was ju- just that kindness alone just kind of showed me that he is a cool, he's a cool musician. He gets mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. No, and it looks, it, I mean, I, I really like it. It's it, it looks uh, not too heavy and not too light, as as you were handling it, and it has yeah. two humbuckers, I guess. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's on there? Um, so. No, it's it's single coils. No, it's hum. No, it's single it, coils. It's it, it, it's humbuckers. Humbuckers. Um, okay. Hmm. So the it's a mahogany, but um, a few years ago I got involved in like a fairly bad car accident and my shoulder. Uh, was pretty injured for a number of years, and I couldn't hold too much weight. Mm-hmm. So Sasha picked out the lightest mahogany that he could, and this is not at all heavy. Like, it's not... It's maybe half the weight of a Les Paul. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's awesome. Uh, but the pickups are a Dunnable Slugwolf, which is awesome for Doom and Sludge. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a Lundgren M6 in the in the bridge pickup. Uh, Lundgren is made in Sweden, I believe. Uh, the M6 was developed for the guitar player for Meshuga quite a number of years ago. Okay. Uh, and that serves as my main pickup and has been in there since I've gotten this guitar. Um, I I have another. Donutable just sitting over there, but it's in its case. Uh, 
pick pickups that I definitely have my eye on and have had my eye on for quite a while are Lawler pickups. Quite okay. a quite a quite a few heavy artists are switching over to that company for the reason that it's a lower output. So if you're playing very thick distorted tones, you actually get a clearer hmm. distorted tone rather than just an oversaturated lots of feedback that is annoying mm-hmm. to a level. It it looks like it's it's uh it's kind of a normal strings on there or is it um what what kind of strings you use uh some some I mean low low ones or what what uh because it looked quite normal to me, you know, but I don't think you uh, just played normal strings. Uh I don't play gauges that are actually too heavy either. Mm-hmm. Uh we we tune to drop B, which is quite low, but I mm-hmm. I set the guitar up to play lighter strings, so I play 11 to 56. Okay. But the recommend the recommended for my tuning is 12 to 60. Mm-hmm. So quite a bit quite a bit thicker. That's why it doesn't seem too Yeah, too bad. It, it looks it looks quite quite normal, you know, like a normal uh, tuning uh, tuned guitar, basically. Yeah, I, I don't want Arnold Schwarzenegger hands to be able to like <laughs> bend a string. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you not, know. I, I'm a bass player, fun. so uh, you know, uh, for me, you know, this is still very small. But um, <laughs> I remember as I saw the first eight string guitar, I was like. What is this? This looks like a bass with a normal guitar on it. You, you know, because I, I didn't really got it, got the concept. Um, uh, and yeah, but of course, when you know, I got into it more. And uh, the problem is, as you know, uh, the, the lower you go, the the, the less um, you know, the strings just hang hang around, <laughs> and when you cannot yeah, play like anymore, the, yeah, so. Exactly. Hmm. They just hurt your hands playing after a certain amount of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and you know if if you if you uh, tune down normal strings, it's kind of you you cannot play anymore because we are so uh, loose. Yeah, so loose. It's it's uh, yeah. ridiculous. Uh, so yeah. what what kind of amps are you using? Because um, you know for your stuff, could almost go a, a bass amp. Uh, you know, a, a higher um, a higher tuned bass amp or something like this. Um, actually, that is my base Your rig, stack. Mm-hmm. Uh, e- except for the the top two heads. The the first head at the very top is the dark glass head. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool! You got a dark glass. It it is amazing. I don't personally have it. Um, ah, a fellow okay. musician has it. It is an amazing app, and it makes everything sound like shit for real. Um, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you can dial quite versatile tones um that that head can sound like that orange or that ampeg mm-hmm. in um quite quite easily tone wise mm-hmm. um and has lots of headroom for pedals and stuff like that um below that is the orange ob1 300 mm-hmm. that is great for recording it sounds very thick um and even for much larger theater shows Uh, it'll sound great through front of house and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and below that is the Ampeg SVT VR. Um, that model has no gain on it. Uh, mm-hmm. It is it is just clean, and I would have to put that at almost its max volume, which would easily shake this whole building. It's super super loud. 
Uh, <laughs> I I have it at like two, and it rumbles this room. Mm-hmm. I see. It, it, I see. It's very, yeah, uh, that is an amazing pedal platform. And what what kind of speakers you have? Uh, it, it's just an Ampeg cab below that. Um, and beside that, I will show you. Oh that, wow! Yeah, hmm. that is a sixty-five hundred five PV, mm-hmm. and with orange cab, orange head. Um, also a fellow musicians, and over here. Oh well. Behind you, this, you, behind you, this you. ladder is my rig. Uh, orange stack, PV sixty-five hundred five plus. All that good stuff. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you you're well you're well equipped basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I really like collecting gear for mm-hmm. basically no reason other than utility. Like I I can just bring it to recording sessions, stuff like that. Uh, so I have tons of pedals, all mm. that good stuff. Yeah, you know I I I kind of uh, made the deal with myself because uh, of course you know gear is is a cool thing, but I was like. If I buy something new, something old has to go because um, I mean you seem to have enough room and space f- for everything. But um, you know, it's also after a while. Um, you know, I ask myself, yeah. how often do I use it? How how do yeah. I really need it and stuff? So, and it's it's also of course a, a money issue. You know, um, <laughs> uh, I guess you know that. <laughs> I, uh, I I definitely collected too much gear when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't actually spend a whole lot on the current gear that I have now, just mm-hmm. because I got it all very cheap. Uh, the only thing that I spent too much money on was pedals, mm-hmm. but uh, I've bought enough that I just started, ended, ended up needing to fix them. And rather than take it to a technician, I just started kind of, learning to fix it myself so mm. now i'm at the now i'm at the point where i'm just going to make my own pedals wow that's cool that's yeah. um i mean when you have a real unique sound yeah hmm. that and i don't have the finances to spend dimes and hundred dollar bills on every pedal that i want i rather spend 25 bucks learn a new skill and I get that sound that I'm going to use on one record, one time. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 another thing. It's kind of, um, I, um, for me personally, it is sometimes it's better to have less options because when when you are uh, forced to to work with what you have and and be more creative, you know. Um, yeah. It's it's um, if if you have too many options and you do this and this and that, f- for one thing you kind of oversaturate the sound sometimes. You know you put yeah. in too much, and yeah. um, and, and I, I, yeah. I fully agree. Um, which is why I got to the point where I just stopped buying pedals. I'll only rent one or make one if I want a specific sound for recording only. Really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, got it. So, so live it would sound a little bit different when you uh, when you record, um, you you have more, yeah, more effects yeah. basically. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, but this is fine. You know, that's always where the difference between a a studio album and then a live recording. So, and and there should be a difference, I think. So, because it would be stupid not to use uh, the time in the studio to to make something special, and then yeah. live you don't really need to recreate it exactly uh, exactly like that you know because yeah. when you you've been your own cover band basically and that's yeah. um that's not that's why people exactly <laughs> people don't want to i mean i mean yes and no people want to see the music and hear the music you you make but for a live show they kind of expect that there will be live elements which are different from from the recording so yeah yeah um Uh, we I definitely take that into consideration that um, a sorry actually one second I need yeah, to no, charge my laptop no problem uh, okay I'm I'm gonna fill the void a little bit and and say something because in the um, Yeah, in the podcast. Anyway, uh, he he has a really nice studio, um, and apparently he um, shares it with other bands as well. Um, so I was just filling the void a little bit because I don't mind silence, but on a podcast it's really annoying if there's nothing going on. Um, so I was just uh, telling telling the listeners that uh, you have a nice rehearsal space, but apparently you ch- uh, shared with other people. And I heard yeah. some other music in the background, so I guess there's uh, another rehearsal going on uh, yeah, yeah. at at the moment. So you're in a, in a house or a building, maybe a factory uh, I, or something, where you where uh, you rehearse. Just just a rehearsal building. There's there's tons of other bands in other rooms here. Yeah, as I, as I was living in Montreal, yep. actually, I was uh, also in a. In a in a rehearsal building, and there was lots of bands there, and and the, somebody told me um, the men without hats also uh, rehearsed there as we were still small. I don't know if you know this band; it's more a, yeah, a, yeah, a pop that, a pop band and stuff. So I was like, oh yes, uh, something <laughs> something yeah, to the, talk about. The, the 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 band Mother Mother. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They're like an indie rock band. They're hmm. they're quite large. Uh, they play big theater shows all the time. Um, well, did mm-hmm. uh, they, they're probably the biggest band that plays here, as well as a band called Hallow Catharsis. They're they're more of a technical metal band, mm-hmm. um, and Unleash the Archers. Oh, used to rehearse here. Unleash the Archers. I, I heard of them. Yeah, they're they're yeah, quite quite big. Um, yeah. Very cool. Mm. So you got you got good company. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's an old factory building or what what is it? Uh where where you um in? no, actually this one's a newer building. Um a a group of people own quite a bunch of uh rehearsal buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh this is one of the newer ones. I see. I see. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. Um, and you shared with uh, with one or two bands uh, apparently. Yeah, I uh, Seer also plays in this rehearsal space as well as Warm Witch. Okay, Warm yeah, Witch warm or, or Warm Witch. <laughs> <laughs> warm Witch. 
Wormwitch. Wormwitch, uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, a warm witch, okay, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a cool bunch. They mm -hmm. are, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for, for the tour. Um, so, so people who want to really uh, get the most out of it, of course, we, we should watch the video. Um, so to see, to see your, it was Dunnable, the, the guitar, right? Yes. Dunnable, okay. So is there, is there some, some last words you want to share with the audience, something you want to, um, you know, um, s some profound stuff we should know or think um, about? I, I think the best thing that I could probably say that is going to be a little bit productive uh, <laughs> is anyone that is watching that is a new musician, make all those mistakes before you get to something you actually like if you haven't already. Uh, try not to burden other people around you um, with unrealistic ideas that is just unhealthy to be around. Um, uh, and encourage the other musicians around you because metal in general is not the biggest genre there is, period. Um, so you should be encouraging those other bands that do need encouragement because not everyone has the confidence around you to get off their feet on their own. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's, that's a good, good point because, but people sometimes forget it's, it's really true. Um, it's, it takes, I, I mean, it takes some guts to, to get in front of an audience, you know, to, to play your own songs and, mm -hmm. um, you know, to, to get out on a stage and, and, you know, uh, I don't know about your stage fright or something, but, um, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not just, you know, not everyone is a born rock star and, and you, you learn and you progress and, and you get better, um, by yeah. doing it, you know, and, and also live shows is the only, I mean, you can rehearse a lot and you can, you can learn to do things and, uh, but a live show is a live show. You know, you never know what you get. Uh, if you get to 20 people who are really into you or 20 people who don't really care and, and you still have to perform or you get hecklers or you get things thrown at you or whatever. Yeah. So this is, you can never really be, my, my point is, uh, a live show is something, something different, something you can, You just need to do it a lot to 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 be um, yeah. good at it, you know, to 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 learn it. It's not something yeah. you can uh, practice in the rehearsal space. That's that's my point. I wanted to make, and um, yeah. So thank you, thank you very much for for your for your time and uh, for you. your your review. And um, yeah, I wish you all the best. But I think you know from from my feeling. You're very well set up uh, for whatever happens. Uh, you're in the right place, it seems like. So, you. Um, you. if you if you get the new stuff out, just let me know, and um, so I can can do my little part, you know, to to help you get a greater audience. I'm like I said, I'm a little bit. For for me, you are more a fringe 
kind of thing because uh, I like doom and gloom and, and metal, but mostly with an electronic or industrial edge uh, with it. But, you know, I, I liked yeah. your music, so uh, that's Thank why you. we're talking. <laughs> if, it, if it makes uh, you feel any better, I really like Typo Negative. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. this is, uh, yeah. I really like Typo Negative, of course. You yeah. know. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> now you're my friend. Before I was yes. a little bit like, yes. you know, I was sitting on the on the fence, but now, now I like you. <laughs> typo, typo Negative, Draft Majesty, all that good stuff. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, in, and it's it's fine. I you know, you know this is we, we talked about it. It's it's I in in one way, uh, as I said in the beginning, I hate to to put labels on it, but on another way, it's it's really tough to um, you know. There's so much music out there, and uh, you know I'm also a, a playlist curator, and I get uh, sent music from other, and so I I want to kind of um, I get. I want to get the music I want, uh, um, I like the most. Sometimes uh, there is even rap or hip hop I like, you know, and I will play it, but it's very rarely. So um, anyway, my, my point is I, I don't, I hate labels, but I need to use them a little bit because otherwise I get overwhelmed with stuff. That's you know, if you just, okay. it's yeah. just a, a floodgate of, uh, and, and I cannot handle it. You know, I'm just one person. Anyway, thank you very much for your time. I wish you all the best. Um, well. Say hi to Canada for me. I really yeah. I laughed my time. I was two years in Montreal and it was one of the greatest time in my life. I really, I love yeah. the people. I love the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, uh, oh, and as well as to everyone in Germany, uh, Guten Morgen or Guten Abend. Yeah, Depending no, perfect, perfect. Good, good and Morgan. Good and Morgan is the right thing yeah. now. Uh, it, if you want to be more general, say Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Yeah. Guten Tag. Yeah. This is just yeah. um, you know, good day to you, sir. And yeah, yeah have a have a nice evening. And um, yeah, just you know, hit me up again if you if you have some uh, more material and uh, if you want to talk again. Um, yeah. Thank That's you for your for your studio tour, and yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ciao.